All righty, let's do this. Hit play. I'm going to say, I'm going to count down from three, two, one, and say go. So hit play on go. Okay. Three, two, one, go. <sighs> it's All right, so <laughs> hello and welcome to Plotris. <laughs> Today we're watching A Castle for Christmas and hopefully you're joining us. Uh, so we've hit play at the same time. We're currently about 40 seconds in. You can see all of the books she's written flashing across the, across the screen if you want to sync up with us. So Megan, I did already watch this, full disclosure. So basically, hopefully you're not watching for the first time because we're going to be those annoying friends. We're like, what is this? I feel like this red pantsuit is one of the subtlest nods to Christmas in this film, and I really want to give them props for it. <laughs> I love a good pantsuit. It's just a fact. Um, this character, I don't understand her existence. The agent? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, basically, she. you want to know what her existence is? It's what? exposition. She's explaining what's going on. That's all. Well, and she even, the only other scene you see her is later on when she calls to be like, you need to finish your book. It's like, this woman exactly. is so famous, I sincerely doubt the agent would be pushing her for anything other than, like, more money. Who knows? Okay, is the Drew Barrymore show, like, enough of a thing that this seems zeitgeisty and not just weird? I have no idea. You know I don't watch TV, so I didn't even know she actually had a show. Oh, you thought this was fake. I mean, I thought it might be fake, yes. The only reason I know about her show is because it made headlines when she had Tom Green on it. Oh, okay. Because they were married for like five minutes. Right. I remember office. that. And there was this, like a discussion about their very brief marriage. And I, and I don't know why it made the news aggregators I follow, but it did. <laughs> uh Oh, her former fans. Okay. How realistic do you think this is, Lane? These books. I mean, we don't actually learn much of what the books are about. My yeah. frame of reference, I was ex I was assuming they were sort of like the Shopaholic series. Yeah. That got really famous and adapted. Right. And they're not really, they can't really be romance novels because it's the same couple forever. Although I right. say that, and, you know, Outlander exists. Yeah. I mean, technically there's different, people in those though isn't her daughter doesn't like her daughter's love story get i i know as much as, as, i don't know very much about it <laughs> okay. listeners you may not realize this about me and lane but we don't like atlander i think we've alluded to it a couple of times so i don't think it'll come as a shock to anyone who listens regularly all right, so basically she and her husband got a divorce and then she killed off the doppelganger in the book. So this is the one scene that I, this is when I initially began texting Meg <laughs> when I was watching this on my own for the first time because it, watching her have a meltdown on TV was so over the top and you could tell Brooke Shields was just giving it her all. Yeah. And I was here for it. Sebastian? I just sanitized all of these cans because I'm canning right now, and someone jumped immediately into them. Of course. Ugh. 
I think right, those are the now there's the divorce discussion. And the college age loan daughter. Yep. I I love all the tropes that they got so hammed in there. Like this well, daughter only exists so she can be in the ending. Yeah. I have some issues with that actually, but the only reason she exists is the grand gesture. Yes. Also, I don't think I would ever read these books. Oh my god. No, but I'm trying to think like how realistic it is to kill off a main character. And it's funny because Sex in the City, which I've never watched. Mm-hmm. But I know they just came back to kill off Big. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly it happens. But yeah. not, I think, in books where the romance was the point. And I think the thing we both don't know about this book is, even if it wasn't a romance novel, it was the romance the point. We don't know. Because, like, Shopaholic and Bridget Jones and those sort of chick chitlet books of the 90s, early aughts, yeah. clearly weren't advertised as romance novels, but, like, getting the guy was the point. Yeah. So how realistic is this FaceTiming instead of actually just talking? I think pretty realistic, especially with, like, a lot of my cousins only talk to their parents via FaceTime or do frequently. I'm, I was going to say, I'm just too old to know. I don't know. Well, I get made fun of by my cousins all the time. So I'm the oldest of all of my cousins, but we're all within 10 years of each other. And the younger ones like exclusively communicate through Snapchat. Yeah. And I don't understand and I can't figure it out and I'm too old. So this guy just speaks Gaelic to her? No, he's speaking English, but he, she can't understand his accent. But th- no, that's not English. He didn't just say. Okay, fair. Not a problem. Some of it is. Some of it is just English that ends up dubbed anyway because of his accent. But, yeah, I do think that is just randomly Gaelic. Okay, I have to admit, I love that they actually filmed in Scotland. Uh, duh. It's amazing. Look, it's a castle. I do. That's the worst thing about America. <laughs> the, absence of, the absence of random castles everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I can complain about a lot of things, but that's what I'm going to go with for the moment. Right now. (laughs) I love the tiny cars. Yes. I just want to go there. I don't know how I feel about the concept of a town this small. I think I find it like very adorable and romantic, like big R sense when we're talking about Europe. But in America, there are places that I'm like, why would anyone live here? Yeah. I mean, in my experience, people don't usually actually live in places that small. They're tourist traps. Yeah, they look beautiful. And then you get there and either they're abandoned and they're just cats there. (laughs) They're tourist traps. Okay, guys. Carrie always is here. So the number one reason we watched this was... Wait, wait, wait. This is my favorite part. No, no. (laughs) I'm sorry. I love it. Dog who consents to a good person is immediately. Well, and it's just so poorly pulled off. Yes. I was like, they could have. The two of them sell it, though. But they did it on. They they, they could have been so much better. It was like a play. If I was watching a play, I would believe that. This is a video. I think it's like a little bit gets into like Christmas panto vibes. Yes, yes. Totally. Um. This is my favorite part of this film. (laughs) And I have to, so everyone is knitting in their knitting club. 
do you know how many movies exist where the people who are knitting on film clearly can't knit? Like how the needles are the wrong way and the yarn's clearly not moving. They did a good job here. These people are actually knitting from what I can tell. They're actually knitting? Yes. Plus her name is Sophie Brown. Like, is that really a big author's name? <laughs> uh, who's the, there is somebody, Sandra Brown was a big author in the, 90s and 2000s, right? You, yes, but do you think that if Sandra Brown went to a hotel, they'd be like, Sandra Brown, like the author? I mean, if she just made headlines for some reason, maybe. Like, I think, get the sense that it's the face and the name in conjunction because she's trending. Okay. I love this place. I love, like, tiny cottagey bar hotels in Ireland and Scotland. They're one of my favorite things. I also love her hat. Yes. And that coat. I, I, I do I, generally love her wardrobe. I really want a belted wool coat. Mm-hmm. But, and I've seen so many look so good on other people, but a coat without buttons is just something I can't pull the trigger on. No. I've tried it before. It doesn't work. For like, it's beautiful. Yeah. It just but, doesn't stay though. Yeah, not super practical. You have a hidden button. Yeah, but even then, like, you don't want it gaping at the bottom or at the top. So yep. the fact that it has one point of closure doesn't solve the wider issue. Um, look, that gigantic scarf is my every... Her whole aesthetic here, like, big sweater, yoga pants. Like, this is my dream of what I look like at home, which you would find hilarious if you could see me right now, people. <laughs> No, it's nothing like that. So I like her wardrobe, but I it's I would never wear this. No, the other thing, and I know she like shattered her whole leg relatively recently. Mm-hmm. Brooke Shields, the person. But watching this video, I'm not this movie, at several points, I thought I don't think she can ride a bike. <laughs> I think the few scenes where like you can see her, they're from behind, and they're like that looks competent. But from the front, when you can actually see Brooke Shields's face, she's constantly sort of teeter tottering. You don't think it's like, her? I don't think Brooke Shields can ride a bike. Do you think they'd invest in a body double? I did love the very modern take on the failing estate. Yeah. Like clearly fortune hunter men or men who are going to lose their estates even if they're not considering fortune hunting because of changing times is a recurring theme in historical romance she just i don't think she can ride a bike she just smiles I love that there's a random romance subplot with the side characters. Like, this really does just trope it out. Oh, yeah. I'll take you on a rock tour. <laughs> I wish they had made his uniform just a little bit cuter. His yeah. gardening outfit. I mean, I think they were really trying to trick you into thinking he was actually, like, a service worker. <laughs> what are we watching? Whatever. 
I at one point wondered if he'd like rip them off and Duke clothes would be underneath. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. I mean, look, his sweater underneath is almost like Ascotty. Like the Scottish Laird equivalent of flyaway pants? Yes. <laughs> That's what I really wanted. <laughs> I mean, library, so this room wins? Yeah. Uh, I will say, I'm like, ugh, he's got the fire going, so you know he's he's not strapped for cash. <laughs> and then you see the upper floors, and you're like, maybe. Okay. Dog Aww. knows exactly who she is, and that she's a good person. Aww. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> He's so cute. Big hell, hell. I wonder where this was filmed. Like, I know Scotland, but like, I wonder what ancestral pile this actually is. Some of this looks a lot like Dublin Castle. Not enough for me to think it actually is, but like the big empty stately rooms. Yeah. I've never been to Scotland. I've never been to Scotland either. Only Ireland. Yeah, I I went to Ireland as a chaperone on a high school trip for French kids. So I, I had an interesting experience. <laughs> we had yeah. a great time. It was free, so that was awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah, I've been a couple of times now to Ireland, uh, mostly Dublin and Galway. Yeah, those are really unattractive coveralls. Yeah, like they don't make him, they don't do the... They don't make the most of his assets. Like, he looks like he's, like, globular. <laughs> I, I I still don't really understand why she decides to just go off on her own. Like, why doesn't she just ask? Uh, yeah, that's one of the weirdest moments of this for me as well. She's like, oh, look, there it is. How specific were her father's instructions? Apparently pretty specific. <laughs> I I hate trying to modern romance movies of, like, them actually putting the text on screen. <laughs> well, and also, like, why didn't she wait? She took the picture. Like, you don't have to send the text right away. Correct. He puts that Scottish accent on so thick and it does it for me. It's amazing. It's just like, I'm really into how into this they both are, clearly. That's the point. That's the point of this, is that he has this ridiculous Scottish accent. Yes. With this turtleneck on underneath. Ugh. <laughs> Yes. 
Do you believe that he is a curmudgeon? I mean, it's West very fun for me to believe that he's a Scottish Duke or a curmudgeon. <laughs> also, what is up with this? Who is this guy who sort of works for him? Like, what is his job? I just will never know. We'll never know. All right, so this guy is knitting? I'm pretty sure. The needles are held properly. He, the way he's wrapping the yarn, actually... I'd have to have another look at it. The one thing I find most unbelievable about it is I think he might have been knitting. Oh, no, this is the British Isles. That's accurate. He's, I think he's knitting English style. There you go. They knit differently on the continent. Huh. This is also very, like, accurate. If you're like, I want to learn knitters oh. do often have just like spare yarn laying around if you're in their place i still have needles that you gave me even though i couldn't figure out any of the you stitches. try to convert everyone it just happens also the fact that knitters are also bakers you guys the best christmas the best christmas party i threw a bunch this year was probably the knit club one because we all also are creative in other ways so everyone showed up with like very festive food and we all took giant goodie bags home because none of us have any sense of like proportion. Yeah. So I had like one of the best pies of my life that someone was like, oh, I just whipped this up last night. <laughs> okay. Somebody came over and made latkes. Oh my God. the best. So, um, so Angus, I love how they just throw this like tragedy in there too. Well, and he's also like a mute by choice, but again, how romance novelly. Right. Like, this background character who's a mute by choice because of tragedy would absolutely be in the background and then the main character of a subsequent novel. Of course. Only thing that pisses me off is that old lady sweater is probably not hand-knit. That one that's wearing right there? Yeah. Just, you can sort of tell by the way this... Like, there is a way to knit those sleeves, but... The width of the yarn in conjunction with the sleeves, I would bet it's store-bought. And let me tell you the number of times I've worn a store-bought sweater to a knit night. <laughs> Doesn't happen. You don't do it. Also, I really love Brooke Shields' hair texture in this film. <laughs> she has very nice hair. She does. I love all the, like, eclectic old furniture. You know how you can, like, appreciate a style and not want it all at the same time? Oh, that's how I feel about her wardrobe, actually. Uh, see, I actually would wear a lot of the things she wears if practicality were not a factor. <sighs> but I definitely, like, I would never decorate my house like this because I'd be like, it overwhelms me. But the second I walk into a place like that, I'm like, this is just adorable and so comforting and I love it. Right. What is that bandana accessory? I don't know. It's also not I, it. I like it. it. It looks like a nice silk scarf, honestly. It looks like a dog's bandana. It looks like a silk scarf that looks like a dog's bandana. Yes. So 
I would be into that. <laughs> how does the mute guy know what to order everyone? Or how does he order at the bar? Well, I mean, that's the bar that the friend owns. So I'm sure he just goes up and he's like, they want the usual, you know? Yeah, that's probably fair. But then he'd still have to say they want the usual. So does he just like gesture emphatically? Yeah. Okay. Um, Love the poor man skeet shooting. Right? Oh my God. So fucking funny. It's so stupid. The whole thing is so dumb and I love it. <laughs> it's just beating with the solicitor out on the field. Yes. On the, and just the verdant green lawns. Like, I'm really supposed to believe that they're, yeah, that he, he's, he's on the edge of destitution, you know? And he's, he's got that machine and can blast clay pots all day. Yes, you're supposed to believe that. The silver tea service. Yes. This is what the aristocracy does. Also, I fucking love her outfit right here. And I think I have worn something very similar to this yeah. in my life. I, I appreciate it. It's just not my style. Those, I'm, like, currently very in love with boot cuffs. Yeah. Like, you know I have those riding boots I'm obsessed with? I want to knit, like, little covers for them so I can have this exact aesthetic. Which, I'm probably too young to be modeling myself after Brooke Shields in this movie, but fuck it. Well, she's modeling herself on Kate Middleton. Correct. Who is one of my fashion icons. See? And his fashion icon is Prince Philip. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. Burn. I love the contentious, I'm going to save your estate, and his, no, I don't need you. This, again, every fucking romance novel, and I love it. <laughs> oh my God. That's like such a historical romance line, isn't it? Yes. For English dukes. <laughs> I just love how thick everyone's Scottish accent is. Right. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's accurate or not. But like the idea of Scotsman is unintelligible mm -hmm. is such a trope. Right. Also everyone drinking whiskey. Oh. Everyone. Even though they probably, I don't, do, you, do they call it scotch in Scotland or is that exclusively a thing when you're buying bottles? I don't know. I know that they spell it differently. Yes. But I prefer, like my favorite kind of whiskey is scotch. And then like the U.S., I will ask for a scotch menu. But if you're in Scotland, yeah. would you just ask I, for a whiskey and get a scotch? No idea. Because I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know the difference. Where it's made? <laughs> well, yes, but I don't understand, like, why you would want a scotch over a bourbon. Over oh, a okay. Got it. I mean, 
It's the same exact thing as like why you'd want an IPA or a pale ale or why you'd want a Cabernet versus a Pinot. Like the styles and the flavors are just slightly different based on the resources in the area where it's made. Mm-hmm. I love him. Like I love his immediate like apology and comeuppance. Like the truncated timeline here is so romance novel. Like, like literally she went back home and he's like, I guess I need to go. And then he's like, okay, you can have it, but you need to move in with me. Yes. And then it's because it's a deal and he thinks he can find a way to save the estate without her. Cause he's going to get and, a whole bunch of money if she backs out of the deal. Right. Because the initial deposit is obviously his regardless of if it closes or not. Obviously. Duh. Duh. Why does he always have the most unattractive accessories? Whoever his colorist is did a really good job incorporating the blonde and the gray. Absolutely. He looks like dapper and mature without looking old. Right. Props to whoever did his hair color. Also, you don't shoot scotch. Come on. (laughs) I hate, I hate this. I hate the phone on the screen. What the fuck? Especially because they only put it up to like let you know she's talking, even though you can see the phone in her hand. Well, yeah, but they she's acting. She filmed her. <laughs> like you think that it was in this actress's contract that if all my scenes are gonna be via the phone, you better have my screen. face on the screen. Be on screen. <laughs> I mean, not the stupidest writer I've ever heard of. Right? Who's him? <laughs> your new dad <laughs> oh I love the bagpipes I don't like the crop the one problem I have with her wardrobe is her commitment to cropped pants she's very committed and cropped pants are just not my fave Uh, do you want to announce me? Yes, expecting a butler. Just yell real loud. Perfect. All right, let's see his outfit now. It's the same. He's doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> Men are so boring. In wardrobe. Wait, wait, wait. He's got a tartan mug. Yes. As is traditional and proper. <laughs> Question. Even if he wasn't Carrie Elwes, what would you do for this house? Oh, I know, right? Like, how many degrees less hot could he still be for me to buy this plot? If all I had to do was share the place with him, I don't care what he looks like. (laughs) But, I mean, the narrative of this film. Yes. Where she gets the guy (laughs) and the castle. Oh, that's a tough, that's actually a tough question. Mhm. I didn't mm. ask it because it was easy. Yeah. 
Like, would you care? Would you care? Would you sleep in the bed if a Duke died in it? Yes, because there's no way it's the same fucking mattress. The fifth Duke died in it like 700 years ago or whatever. It was probably like made of straw that has subsequently disintegrated. Thank you. My opinion as well. I'm like, you know, this is a castle. Someone's probably died in every room and on every staircase. Like, don't get me wrong. If you were like, this person was literally on these sheets last night and we haven't had time to watch watch them and they died. No, I would not want to sleep in that bed. Until it had been laundered. I think that's very reasonable as far as requests go. Yeah. <laughs> Who still has iron pails? <laughs> dun Dun Bar. <laughs> but like the AC Moore in Dun Dun Bar or Ace Hardware or Home Depot or whatever the equivalent is sells plastic buckets. Doesn't exist. They'd have to go all the way to Edinburgh, and that's just too far. <laughs> Probably like 45 minutes. <laughs> that would be really uncomfortable. Right? Like to be professionally known by your spouse's name and then your oh. marriage falls apart. Oh my God, I know. Like really successful women who find success before getting married usually just keep their maiden name at least professionally. Mm-hmm. But shit. And so many people, so many people, so many people write with pen names anyway, you know? Right. I don't know why it, it like it's very obvious to me that like Courtney Milan's name is not Courtney Milan. Mm-hmm. But she was posting something on Twitter the other day. And someone, it was very serious. And yeah. someone reached out to her and was like, hey, I actually know something about this. I can be a resource. Let me know if you need anything, Heidi. Yeah. And my brain just short circuited. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> do you mean Courtney Blonde? Courtney. <laughs> I know we've talked about what our joint pen name would be, but what would your independent pen name be? Would you, like, oh, stick I, close to your name? Would you completely go opposite direction? Uh, okay, I actually, well, when I was young, I always thought it would be my my first and middle initials and then my last name. Okay, but you, so you'd use your real last name? I do my real last name, yeah. Okay. My married name. Well, you're, you didn't change your name. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't, but I wouldn't use it as a pen name either. Yeah. I think mine... This is the first time I thought about it, it weirdly, because I was more invested in our joint pen name. But <laughs> um, I actually think so. I'm named after this Christopher Reeve movie, Somewhere in Time. Right. Yeah. And the main oh, character's name is Elise McKenna. Yes. And Elise is my middle name. So actually, I think I'd probably just do that unless there was a copyright problem. No. I would go with the character I'm named after. We just have to wait because the best part of this entire movie is coming up. <laughs> Correct. When I texted Meg to watch it with me and paused, I said, I've paused at this exact moment. You'll know why. <laughs> I love that she like uses the dog as her guide and the dog is what leads her to this. Like mm-hmm. doggy matchmaker knows what's up. I think my favorite thing is his bottle of scotch next to his bathtub. My favorite thing is 
is the thing is the little rubber ducky on the, <laughs> the table. Just the fact that he's in the bath and there's this embarrassing moment. Like I love that they just went there. I think so one of the things that I think separates a good made for TV Christmas movie and a bad versus a bad one for me. Tell me. Is whether or not I think the actors and the people in the film are like affectionately making fun of it or actually making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think everyone involved in the production of this does have a lot of affection for ridiculous Christmas shit. There are some I watch and I'm like, there's no un- inherent joy to this. No this one has so much having- inherent joy. Oh yeah. But I feel the same way about like, Oh look, she used her clothes as a canopy. I like that. Yes. I was trying to figure out if it was, like, for warmth or because she just washed them. Or there is no closet, and so that's the solution she came up with. I think it's no closet and also maybe for warmth. Okay. This is the first coat she's worn that I'm like, eh, no thanks. Also, does he only have one vest? Hold on. Uh, I think it's a little different. I think it's a different shirt, but I think it's the same vest. I can't tell. Okay, so you're failing me in this moment, and I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't love hers either, but I've appreciated them all. Eh, this one's just a little too utilitarian. It's too puffy. Well, I guess it's because she's cold. It's just like a ski vest with a, like, paisley lining. I feel like you just bought the thing in the store that day that you liked the best. It's not actually indicative of any style choice. Her hair remains fucking fabulous. And her eyebrows, man, thank God Brooke Shields resisted the pencil thin eyebrows of the nineties. Oh yeah. She's really reaping the benefits now. Again, clearly Brooke Shields. So they have her walking next to the bike. I don't think Brooke Shields can ride a bike. I'm very serious. Like this is my conspiracy theory about this movie. Like, okay, this far away, fine. You can't tell that's Brooke Shields. They look like her, though. So you, so far away, you can't see your face. Cut. I, now, I was. Listen, like, uh, even I, the strategic I, moments where they zoom out feels very like Brooke Shields can't ride a bike. I have honestly been thinking that she really needs to wear a helmet. <laughs> Okay, so one, she needs to wear a helmet, but two, I don't think Brooke Shields can ride a bike, and, like, this is my hill to die on. All the more reason. She really needs a helmet. Right, like, but I'm not sure she's ever actually ridden the bike in the film, but yes. Okay, first of all, this is called yarn bombing. Second of all, it's not real. You usually do it for, like, charity if you do it. It's not just, like, a thing to do. Right. So I have seen it, like, out in my town. I'm not saying it's not real in the sense that you'll never see something yarn bombed. I'm saying it's not something knitters just do because it's Tuesday. Yeah. I guess I just don't understand the point of it. I mean, what's the point of a marathon, a hot chocolate run for charity? I mean, it's a thing. It's an event to get people excited about a cause. Yeah. I just feel like. I'd rather yarn bomb than run. (laughs) Well, you know, I'd rather run. I don't believe in physical activity, if our listeners don't yet know that about me. (laughs) 
that's a slight exaggeration. I don't really believe in going outside is a better way of putting it. I don't know if I want to want to run a marathon, but you know, I would totally run a 5k or a 10k. One time I ran three quarters of a mile and then got dismissed because I'd taken too long <laughs> to finish the mile. Look, they're making her house look so nice. Her room. I, that wallpaper is so fucking gross. It's so fake, though. I know. That's what makes it so good. <laughs> What's this dude's name? I have no idea. I don't know his name. I don't know his title. He's just man who wears kilts every fucking day. I love his kilt. I, I, I love the commitment to Scotland. Okay, so girl with crazy hair is wearing an actual knit sweater that is hand knit. What about bet. kilt dude? Was he wearing a, a knit sweater? Which one? A hand knit kilt dude. Eh. Yeah, that one's hard to tell because it's all flat. This just this this is probably hand knit. The one um owner it has on. Mm-hmm. Cafe owner. But the one crazy hair girl has on is actually Fair Isle knitting, which is like traditional Scottish. Okay. And it's yoked. So anyway, I didn't know if our listeners were prepared for this to be like a lesson in knitting history, but it's what I have to offer. I'm wearing knit shorts right now, Meg. <laughs> I made these. I made them. <laughs> She's back to the good coat, so I admire that. And now, oh, guess what? He's poor because he refuses to exploit his tenants, Lane. And because he wants to give more money back to the town. He's adorable. He has a heart of gold. Wasn't he also wronged by a woman? Isn't that also part of the narrative we failed to discuss? Just wait. No, he hasn't announced it yet. Oh, okay. They had a whole conversation, and you and I were like, wait, what? Remember? <laughs> the exposition was wonderful. Yeah. Now she's like, wait a minute. So strange. And I've stolen his dog. Also, I'm. What did? Why has she taken all these books? What research is she doing? Do they think people who like books just take them and strategically pile them around them like a bird building a nest? Dad's getting married. My other made favorite made-for-TV Christmas movie, I'm not going to lie, this one isn't, like, top ten for me, but one of the ones that is top ten for me also has a main character named Miles, so I have a lot of affection yeah, for it. This is with a Y, because this Miles is spelled M-Y-L-E-F. That one's Miles with an I, but it stars, uh, Miles is played by Mark Paul Gossler, a.k.a. Zach from Saved by the Bell. Okay, listen, here's where he's going to talk about it. Oh, his dead wife. I mean, his uh, betra- romantic betrayal. <laughs> I love the proper grammar. The woman for whom my husband left me. He's a writer. Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I'm like 60% sure they're implying he was married to Camilla Parker Bowles. I was like, it's either Camilla or Meghan Markle. 
which oh my gosh so funny i mean is could you make the argument an english duke's title is bigger than a scottish one's maybe this or maybe like he he said a bigger title he didn't say like a richer title you right. know a more lucrative title at this point we're pretty sure the only option is prince <laughs> right oh my god Hamish, that's the guy's name. Or is that the dog's name? Shit. Dog. Damn it. <laughs> oh, now they're going to go visit Scotland. So probably one of my favorite parts of this whole movie, actually. I mean, I love a lot of... Those are Scottish Highland cows. Fun fact. Moo moo. There's a about... 45 minutes from where uh, Meg and I live that breeds Scottish Highland cows in the middle of rural Maryland. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of them around here. There's like a whole subset. But they don't That's go on. a really interesting lip color on her. <sighs> this is where the soundtrack got weird for me. Yeah. Isn't is that the castle that Queen Elizabeth's mom bought? I don't know. <laughs> oh look, they're getting along so well. Again, reminder, this is like day two. <laughs> which to me makes it perfect. One more place I wanna show you. Oh look. This tree. It's a hobbit hole. This reminds me of that Elizabeth Boyle book that we both really liked, the novella that was really long, where she was the I love that one. Me too. More sex than happens in this book. This is kind of, I mean, okay, I was about to say, this is kind of steamy. Let me rephrase that. This is kind of steamy for a Netflix made for TV Christmas movie. It's not steamy, guys. In the bathtub, <laughs> they actually do make out. They actually have sex. Spoiler alert, guys. You don't see that on the screen, though. No, you don't. This isn't an R rated film. This isn't Bridgerton. <laughs> Oh, my God. We talked about Bridgerton yesterday so much that I watched it last night again. Mm. It's a different experience the second time. Interesting. All right. What about their sweaters? So hers. They're both clearly made to look hand knit. Uh Uh-huh. But both of the, like, the stitch is so even. That mm. I'd be sort of surprised if either were. Yeah. They might be. But if they were, they were made by very good knitters. Very good knitters, yeah. Only the best yeah, for a castle. The color work is hard. Actually, his makes me say that more than hers. Yeah. Because the stitch pattern is just, like, the, the there's so even. Yeah. <laughs> Walk in, automatically get whiskey. Yes, please. Uh-huh. Do you like his hair more when it's, like, a little bit in his face or when it's entirely back like this? Oh, 
I like it with a little bit of a part. Okay. I was just thinking that myself. <laughs> I'm, here I am asking the hard-hitting, important questions. You can read my mind. So I would absolutely make fun of this as like an unrealistic thing, but I once apparently like in Ireland at least they're known as lock-ins. Yeah. You should be like in a bar one night, and the people who are there around the time the bar is technically supposed to close, they'll just close for new patrons, and the people who are in just get to stay. Mm -hmm. And an impromptu like sing-along broke out. That was a mixture of like old Irish melodies and like Don McLean's American Pie. It was one of the coolest things I've ever experienced, but it like totally happened organically. So I completely believe this right now. Do you believe that she knows all the words? Yeah, actually. <laughs> okay. Because she's, well, she was raised by her dad, who apparently like made a real effort to keep her in touch with traditional Scottish, Scottish culture. So I would bet uh, he had like, recordings of his favorite outfit. This is your favorite outfit? Yes. No, crazy hair girls. Oh, yeah. That oh. random ass plaid shirt. This is what I think crazy hair girl in this scene is. She's wearing a plaid jumpsuit. She's trying to be Bella Swan, I think. Oh, my well, God. I, oh, my God. <laughs> that is doing some weird things to her lower body. <laughs> okay, here you go. These are the boots I'm pretty sure I own. There's almost. I know you're supposed to be feeling the sexual tension, but it's like, it, it draws out too far too long. Um, I w buy whatever they're selling. <laughs> Wait, and then he goes to shake her hand by putting it up next to her boob. Yes. <laughs> Very rational. Okay, this movie just leans in in all the right ways. Passionate hug. Fuck right off. Oh, but that is such a romance. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. She's going to have some man in her bed tonight. <laughs> or at least male. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Freya or whatever. <laughs> right. Oh, your little puppy. I love how she's wearing silk pajamas, too. Is that weird? <laughs> I mean, I feel like the whole thing is funny. It's, it's, it's a vibe. It is a vibe. Thomas. His name is Thomas. Thank you. We've only been watching this movie for the second time for the last hour. <laughs> and we've just remembered what his name is. Ooh, crap, I forgot to add vodka. 
It's a good thing he's got this, like, man-to-man chat. About feelings. Right? I fixed it. That's the vodka. Oh, good. It's like the, this is what I like about romance novels. I like the anti-Bechtel test, when two men have to talk about a woman. I, I We were joking about this in the context of something else recently, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, about, you were like, our male friendship's really all that bad. <laughs> you still there? Just came back. Oh, okay. I paused it. Yeah, I did too. Hold on. Let me get my mic back. Now you're, oh no, now the sound is weird. Oh. That's because my headphones are off. Oh, okay, good. How's the sound? Much better. Great. All right, I paused at 49.01. Where'd you pause? Hold on. Uh, well, I have 15 minutes and 24 seconds remaining. I have 15 minutes and 18. I'll rewind by six seconds. Okay. Wait. Yes. I'll tell you when I get there. I've got, I've got to watch it for 10 seconds. <laughs> 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25. Okay. All right. Want me to press play? Three. Two, one, go. Are you there? Yes. I'm listening to this agent. Fulfill a role I don't understand in a chunky there. necklace. Hmm? Sorry. You, 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 where are you at? I've never hit pause again. I'm, he's walking in with the tour group. Okay, hold on. Okay. 49.37 remaining. Cool. I'm there. I see. I don't think they'd recognize her in this context. Yeah. I think this is a little unbelievable. That's the question. I just find it really hard to believe that, like, the estate manager, which is what I assume Thomas sort of is, would also be the tour guide in such a hokey way. There's no one there. I'm sorry. Tell me where again. What? Tell me where you are. 40. Uh, 48. 48, 56 remaining. All right. Four, Hold 53. On. You want me to pause? I'm there. Do you want me to pause? No. Okay. I love that she, like, does her best to do the history lesson impromptu. Totally. And kind of sucks in it. <laughs> Oof. 
Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that's so witty. And she got them to buy shit too. That's the thing that I find really unbelievable. Like if the gift shop sucked, I really don't think just a tour guide who's famous would make the gift shop more appealing. Thanks. I think I own that blazer too. <laughs> or at least one very close to it. I think mine doesn't have the green. I think he does own just one vest. Thank you. He owns a lot of different colored shirts. Mm-hmm. This is why men are boring. Oh, here comes the cool old bus. So here's the other thing. Crazy hair girl only has <laughs> one pair of socks? No. That I do not believe. Is she, are those the same ones? Yeah, they're the same socks she's been wearing the whole time. Oh. Like, anytime her socks feature in her outfit, it's been those knit socks. Those ones, yeah. Yeah. I love how she goes, that's cracked me up, it's nice and toasty, and the whole thing is like, they've got the windows down. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this, not toasty. You have to recall that this was filmed in July. I mean, sure. But so they're pretending it's cold? I get it, but also, just roll up the windows if you're going to say that. Brooke Shields is holding her needles correctly, but hasn't actually successfully touched a stitch. <laughs> whiskey and leave the bottle. Yup. <laughs> different vibes, different vibes. He wants to play darts, obviously. So manly. I like that she didn't flinch when he was skeet shooting earlier, but the sound of the dart hitting the board is too much for her. Well, it's just unexpected in such a... <laughs> I don't even know. Such a refined place. I don't know. Not refined. You're too much. Oh, maybe she restocked the gift shop. With what? Okay, there's a lot of financial questions I have at this point that will not be answered, so I'm just better off not asking them. Yeah, but I mean, he said the gift shop. He didn't say, like, the tour. Right. So maybe she did add better shit? Yeah. Ooh. She told him. I literally own those boots, though. <laughs> Again, one, a coat that is beautiful, but something I could never get away with wearing. 
fine. Like it's again, it's just not my style. Also, I hate this part of the movie. Correct. You know, like I'm finished business. It's all very weird. There's a lot of like doing instead of talking, which sometimes I appreciate when it's a different kind of doing. Well, but... I just understand like why would he finish it? You know, like it's no longer right. Like it, it, it was. It. It was the representation as it was. Right. Uh, At least he's wearing a different fucking outfit, though. <laughs> no. This house is so pretty. That's really nice. I love that they have no money, but they hired whatever teams and ladders would be required to swag the outside on every level. Yes. Also, this is when we're like, it's Stephanie Lawrence, the well-withered uh, something. Yes. Yes. Just the level of Christmas decor compared to the level of poverty is something that I hope no made-for-TV Christmas movie ever considers. Oh, he found something for her. How how weird. There's red berries on every surface, and I am here for it. They wrapped the banisters of her bed. Right. You know, the only thing that would have made this better, Elaine, mistletoe. is I was going to say there should have been mistletoe there and not a wreath. Correct. I know. Again, reading each other's minds. Yes, correct. <laughs> mistletoe. <laughs> I know it's not knit, but I do dig that pashmina. <laughs> well, it is the word. Wait a minute. Shut up. <laughs> Lawrence. Did she have a vision about having children by this man, but reject the concept that could he could be her husband? Because if so. But she's thinking about a well with a sword and a warrior woman. Public trust. A Christmas tree, what? Oh, I'm glad they finally got her one of those portable clothes racks so she doesn't have to use the bed. Yes. Horseback riding in the snow. I mean, this visual alone was worth this whole movie for me. The entire movie, yeah. Beautiful. If nothing else. Also, they're now wearing helmets, which I approve of. (laughs) Safety first. Meg's a mom, (laughs) if you can't tell. I went on a trail ride with my my mother, Mm -hmm. and she had just got a Stetson cowboy hat, and she decided not to wear a helmet, but instead wear her Stetson. I was like, Mom. Okay, but I, I kind of love that vibe. <laughs> oh my gosh. She was like, well, if we get back to off, at least I look good. I was like, mom. <laughs> so I much prefer Brooke Shields's horseback riding slash animal wardrobe in this film to Christmas in the Wild, starring that woman from Sex in the City and Rob Lowe. Oh. Christmas in the Wild was lame. I'm sorry to hear that. It was the last year one. I love Rob Lowe, but it, it was about like Christmas by saving the animals in Africa or something. Oh, yeah. And like Africa just can't. When you picture Christmas as like snow filled, holly, evergreen, whatever, the African savanna just isn't going to do it for you. Yeah. So. Well, he's an environmental engineer. Duh. Yeah, and it's fucking snowing, so this is everything I've ever wanted. Does it snow this much in Scotland? Next question. 
Uh, I don't know, but I have another question, which is, do you plant trees while it's so cold that it's snowing? I feel like you're I, supposed to plant them in the spring. I don't actually know, though. I don't think you're supposed to plant them when the ground is frozen. But I yeah. think th those breeds, as long as breeds, species, as long as the ground's not frozen, you're actually okay. There's a um, garden YouTuber I watch a lot. Shout out Garden Answer. <laughs> and they're still planting certain trees in um, the high desert, super cold area of eastern Oregon where they live. Okay. So that is my in the entirety of my knowledge on the topic. Excuse me. I love weird haired girl's commitment to red and green in this outfit. I admire it. It's like very Miss Frizzle. I appreciate it. I mean, honestly, my style is more like weird haired girls than anyone else's in this film. I have my weird haired girl moments. Oh, yeah. He's got a new vest on now. That one's an outdoorsy vest, though. It's not like an <laughs> indoorsy vest. Okay. But I guess I'm glad that he bought a new one. A lot of vests in this film. Yeah, not my fave aesthetic, especially when they're not sweater vests. Like so far, none of them have been pullovers, which that, if I want, if there's a vest, I want it to be. This is my least favorite part of the movie. Talk about a moment of singing you just don't believe. Why? It's just them with these two people. What is the point of this? I hate, like the cringe, the cringe, Meg. Also, mute guy is singing. Yes. That's why he's mute by choice. I guess. I singing along is not the same thing as speaking your own thoughts. Also, the they do have harmony at the end, but they didn't at the beginning. So, like, why give a pitch at the beginning? Unclear. Oh, they're talking. They're laughing together. Good earrings. Um, for those of you who are not uh, Netflix movie aficionados, these individuals you may recognize from The Princess Switch 1, 2, and 3. Yes, I did not recognize them. So thanks for that, Lane. I thought that they were coming in. I thought it was like his ex-wife or something. And you're like, no, don't worry. It's just some reference to some other Netflix Christmas movie. Correct. This is not like a moment for the plot twist. This is like when random people from Sarah McLean's old books show up at a party in one of her new books. Right. Why are they eating the chopsticks? I don't know why either of them are eating the chopsticks. I also feel like the their their village is so small that that wouldn't have like, like ethnic food, right? Especially like d ethnic delivery, which clearly this is. Right. Oh man, you are so right about Kate Middleton being her style inspiration, and I don't know why I didn't realize it when the boots <laughs> that she owns and I own I bought because Kate Middleton has them. Yes. but I was like, oh yes, that's. That's her style. You know, the stylist was like, okay. 
Oh, what's going to happen? In the dark, in a castle at night, on the eve of the Christmas Eve. The eve of the Christmas Eve. I swear to God. Long dark night. I knew a set of twins mm-hmm. growing up whose name were Eve and Zoe. And Zoe got okay. really upset that Eve had her own night before a lot of major holidays. So the <laughs> night before the Eve was the Zoe in their family. Oh my gosh. So December 23rd was Christmas Zoe and December 24th was Christmas Eve. Aw, <laughs> that's so cute. Isn't it? Also, now she's now she's cold again, but she's wearing a super like slinky outfit. That's yeah. a blanket. No, but underneath. Yes. <laughs> I can't see any of it right now. I can see her blanket. Oh. He fixed it. What? Yeah, this agent did not understand the assignment. Nope. The point of the Christmas film is to establish a new life in a Christmas-year place. Yeah. I guess nothing really happened, Lane, or del- the long, dark night. The liquor being delivered in wooden crates makes no sense to me. I'm sorry. I don't care where in Scotland you are. Those are bottles of champagne. It's not like they're local. They'd be delivered in a fucking cardboard box. Well, and also, I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm too Peter whimsied up, but I'm like, you don't want to shake the champagne like that, guys. <laughs> Here, like no such thing as too Peter whimsy. Oh, well, that's also true. This dress is insane. It's so. Do you like her little vest? Crazy hair girl. Uh, hold on. I can't see her. I haven't seen her at all. All right, hold on. I got old lady. I got wrong collar to be under that coat while she holds a dress. I can see crazy girl in the back of crazy girl's head. Hold on. There. Mmm. Yes, that's the best vest so far. That's what I thought. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> best best so far, for sure. Also, how did she know everyone's size? Well, they've been knitting. So they I probably don't know just what size all my knitting friends are. I don't know. <laughs> I make friends. I make clothes with friends every Tuesday, and I couldn't tell you what size I have to knit them. It's also not the same. I love how she altered the dress to be weirder. Yes. I fucking love this dog and his matchmaking inclinations. Oh my God. I love him. Let go. I love that the dress is half on and you're supposed to believe that top is her under thing, even though it's the top she was wearing under the jacket in the first scene when she was in the really great red pantsuit. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) 
his robe, this dialogue. I'm mad at myself. Why? Kiss me. <laughs> this is art. This is fucking art. <laughs> oh, where are my other little wine bottles? And she just loses a shoe. Well, she had to, she only had one. The option was gain another or lose one. She has one on her foot, and she was holding the other. But the dog had taken it. Yeah, so she got it back. But <laughs> and the dog's like, okay. I'm so here for this dog humor. <laughs> <laughs> also, the fact that they have sex to a weird ass rendition of Gloria is my everything. <laughs> whoever was in charge of this contract, whoever was in charge of this soundtrack is like should both be sued and beatified or whatever. <laughs> Why are oranges a Christmas thing? Because that's when they're ripe. They're a winter fruit. Where? Like in Spain. Okay. I guess, why are they a winter thing in Scotland, should be my question. I mean, they're one of the only fruits, so, I mean, I think they are were imported, but they're, they are a winter fruit. Like, that's when they're in season. Okay. So I guess if we haven't had, had a romance novel on oranges yet, only pineapple, so I'm less knowledgeable than I should be. True. I, I lived in Valencia for a year. So, mm. you know about oranges. <laughs> this is one of the most disgusting glasses of red wine I've ever had in my life. Oh, I was like, what? They don't have any red wine. <laughs> Why is he serving them? Because okay, he gonna do this. Oh, we have another rest. He owns three. Oh, wait, isn't that the same one? The one no, that I the new vest? I think the new vest, I didn't think the... Maybe it is. So everyone knows what happened. I didn't think that one had navy on the front, but maybe it did. I love that hip wiggle. This is one of my least favorite romance novel tropes, when the morning after a misunderstanding happens. Oh, right. I, I have to get this down somehow. It's very bad. It's very bad. <laughs> it's snowing. Better be snowing on Christmas Eve. That's my biggest. Okay, so my number one fear about global warming is obviously like the heat death of planet Earth and everyone on it. But my number two fear is that white Christmases won't be a thing around here anymore. You'll have to go to Scotland. <laughs> I don't. I don't, do I trust that it's a thing in Scotland? Because I don't know. Because I always thought that they got less snow than you would expect. And so, like, literally, they stand up from the breakfast table to go outside and be in the snow. And then practice their dancing. I don't get this montage, I'm going to be honest. This montage is so fucking strange. 
it's not like a flashback montage. It's just like a montage of their morning, and she's teaching him how to stick his tongue out and catch snowflakes. Like, no. Oh, he's never done that. Dukes don't do that. <laughs> also, this fucking skirt is the worst thing. This skirt is a hate crime. It's bad. It's shiny. Is it velvet? Shiny velvet? It's, it's some sort of sateen velvet. I can't, I can't commit. But the soundtrack is horrible. It's a montage of like one dance and five minutes in the snow. And it's so stupid. And I am here for the Christmas schmooze. And even I'm like, what the hell is happening? Give me a, this moment should have been a montage of every moment up until now. And I would have been fine with it. Time for a fight. I think part of my problem with this conflict is that these people are too old for it to happen. Yeah. Is that rude? No. Well, I remember when we were first watching, you were like, you have two choices of conflict. Either comes out of nowhere, which is this one, or he overhears her agent talking about how she wants to be a duchess to sell more books. Yes. Those are the two options. I mean, I hate to say it, but I would have preferred the the other misunderstanding. Well, because at least it would have been based on, like, falsely interpreting something that happened. Instead, like, this literally comes out of left field. He's just like, I'm having feelings. And it's like, dude, you are too old to freak out about having feelings. This is where it's like, okay, white boys must be stopped, and you can't encourage this behavior, Brooke Shields. (laughs) Is there a picture of the castle on the wall behind them? I'm sorry. Probably. Yes. yes a picture of the outside is in the inside. I actually can't with that. That's insane. <laughs> Deal is off. <'Cause... laughs> you really are a royal ass. Like, no, he's not a royal. That's what his ex-wife probably left him for. Duh. Also. Along. <laughs> I love that um that that they're about to leave and she's like, enjoy your 12 empty rooms. I'm like, what's she gonna do? Have 12 kids to fill them up? <laughs> oh, Is gosh. Hamish and Sophie the real love story? I mean. I would stay for Hamish. <laughs> oh. Oh, look at those little eyes. Sebastian unpacks my bags when I start packing his toys. Oh. And I'm like, baby, the reason your things are being packed is because you're coming with me. <laughs> I wish I could explain to you with words because you're a cat. You do not understand. But I'm not throwing your things away. We are going somewhere. Oh. Oh, Thomas. No. Amen. He's like, don't leave. He's a cutie. How did she get out of there? I don't know. 
Because she biked in, and the other time, she's just going to, like, walk back. I mean, how far do you think this is from the town it supports? Like, five feet? I don't know. But she biked there the first time, is all I'm saying. Well, no, she drove when she with her suitcase. So she biked the first time, but then the second time with her suitcase, she was taken in a car. Right. And every every other time she's gone back into town, she's taken a car or a bike. Mm-hmm. It's just a far walk in the snow, is all I'm saying. This is, I think this is more symbolic. That is a short kilt, good sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, little Hamish. No, she walked all the way back. While crying. Okay, so that was more about the, the, the aesthetics. <laughs> the principle of the matter. <laughs> I do like this gesture because I don't understand whose debt it is other than the towns, whatever. But it is also sort of a gift to him. Like this can stop being a source of stress for him. Oh, absolutely. This is this is the ending of a fortune hunter novel. Mm-hmm. Where now he knows that she doesn't just want the castle. She actually loves the town and the land. Yep, like she has come to understand why the locks of Scotland are incomparable. Mm-hmm. What's this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why? Okay, here's my new hell to die on with knitting in movies, though. For all that I think these people are actually knitting. So mm-hmm. much of the knitwear is the ugliest fucking shit. Well, yes. That's what I was going to say. Like, like, isn't an octopus scarf? What the hell is this, like, entrelock? Entrelock is also not traditionally Scottish, but whatever. Like, Why? A lot of making vouch for this. I knit real fucking clothes. They do not look like this, like mashed potato, throw it all in a pot situation. That's the question. Sock girl had different color socks on, by the way. Well, that's the first time she has not been wearing the same green socks. So great. <laughs> Good for her. These were pink. There was still green on them. Okay. Well, the other ones were entirely green. So progress has been made. I love when the fates intervene. Like, oh, the car breaks down and that's why you can't go. It's not because he got his shit together. It's not because they actually communicated. It's circumstance. Mm -hmm. If this were a book review, we'd be like, no. But because this is a made-for-Christmas movie and I have made-for-TV Christmas movie and I have no standards where those are concerned, I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) I've been so disappointed with downtown D.C. this year. Like, there's just no lights anywhere. There's not a lot, yeah. My neighborhood's like though. So this little street is, like, making me want to cry. Like, yes, look at all the Christmas. But, see, it wasn't the fates. It was the matchmakers. Mm-hmm. See your pink socks? No, those are pants. (laughs) No, they're not. I need to see her again, because those look like pants. 
से They're definitely not her boots. I think they are. No, I mean, they're not. She has she has small boots, half boots. They're half boots. Oh, 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 they're full knee highs. I see yes. what you're saying. Yes, 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 yes. I was like, okay. what are you talking about? <laughs> I got super close to the TV. I'm like, she's wearing hot pink leggings. No, okay. So he's reading, I don't know. He's like, I'm going to understand about here, here. Here's your montage. This is the worst montage, but also the best montage. This is what my heart wants. <laughs> What is this song? Unclear, but I love it. It says she's the one, so they're almost kissed. <laughs> I love that the dog is on there. Yes. I mean, also, first time she actually calls her instead of FaceTimes. Yeah. That's that is an inconsistency. Like, I know people who habitually FaceTime instead of call. But if you're going to make it that that's the precedent that they have. You can't. Have it be unremarked on the first time it doesn't happen. Right. This Maybe they thought you did, like they just don't want to FaceTime at the dad's wedding. Yeah. Which is reasonable. What? Who could be throwing snowballs at the window? Krampus. What a surprise that he didn't notice her opening the window and threw it in her <laughs> face. Hey, hey, hey. That said, Carrie always, always in a kilt can a kilt. get it all day, yeah. every day. And a horse. Yeah. Yeah. The other reason to watch this movie. Yep. Carrie always in a bathtub. Carrie always on a horse. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Sign me up. So you can see his breath, so they didn't film it in July. Okay. Maybe I just don't understand how things work. 
I'm the fucking worst. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Look, at least he apologizes. With a grand gesture, so, like, fine. Yeah, I'd rather lose my ancestral pile than lose you. And give you my castle. Like, fuck that. I mean, yeah. But you know? I, it does lose some of its residents knowing that, like, she wants to keep the castle. So, like, no, what he will not be losing the castle. <laughs> yeah, but it'll still be in her name. That's true. Are entails at all still a thing? I think this I think they are. But I'm not sure though. Why does my <laughs> knowledge of like the aristocracy end in like eight nineteen eighteen? <laughs> For me it ends yeah, it ends in like nineteen forty five. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit, I love like absolutely love these uh jumpsuits. I'm not a fan of a jumpsuit. I'm not going to lie. Just not my thing. But I'm glad it's doing it for you. I'm, I mean, I love them. So. I mean, this gold lame one is the shit, though. I like the gold lame one. I like the green velvet one. I think Brooke Shields took a real gamble, assuming everyone wanted lame and velvet jumpsuits. Absolutely. But I'm glad it worked out for them. She definitely rides a horse better than she rides a bike. Yeah. I think she might actually know how to ride a horse. I, I, it looks like she does. She did not know how to ride a bike. Stress. Oh my god. It's so much. It's so much. So of course I love it because more is more is sort of my motto. And she matches him. You know it's like the family tartan or some shit. Yeah. like the holly in her hair. Uh-huh. Like this is all. the ratchet she's looked all movie, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> also, the bust of this dress is awful. It's pretty bad. But I like that they point out she's never wearing heels all movie, and I know it's practically because Brooke Shields chattered her whole thigh or whatever. Mm-hmm. But... As a woman who likes heels, I do like when they're like, hey, it's not a necessary thing to show off a good pair of shoes. Yeah. I do like Scottish dancing, like the square dancing. Yes. Like river dance. I know that's Irish, but still. Well, I was actually thinking of like the, the like the square dancing part, like what oh. they're doing now. I don't think I knew that was traditionally Scottish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's a, the square dancing is like an Appalachian thing because they're all Scottish. Oh, huh. Yeah. I, you I, can tell I'm not from so, Appalachia either. Yeah. I, um, in high school, I took square dancing in gym class. The fuck? 
Okay. I like his hair the best in this scene right here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is not my favorite hair. <laughs> I like it. Probably because it's the most Princess Bride. Okay, it is, but I think that's my problem with it. Like, he doesn't look like he did back then. <laughs> and I okay. don't need the comparison to be fresh in my line of sight. Okay. I have a little bit of an issue with this grand gesture. Because I actually think it's really shitty that this her daughter skipped out on her father's wedding. I mean... Correct. <laughs> That's it. I can't be mad at him. Like, he extended the offer. No. The daughter sh- should it's have been da- like, I really can't miss my dad's wedding. Yeah. Instead, she's like, oh, my God, yeah, to Scotland. I'll be on a plane. And then also, the, I don't know. I, I understand that this is a Christmas movie grand gesture. But I'm yes. also like, she just missed the whole party. <laughs> yes. So that she could come out. Did she miss the whole party or did she just miss the very beginning? Because they just got there. It's true. It may not actually be that far in. Yes, that's true. This may be like the welcome toast. Yeah. Also, I love the implication that like a true good romance novels, his dad was a dick. Right? Oh my gosh. Uh, I do want one of those cupcakes right about now. Yup. I think I'm making bananas foster when we're done. Mm. My sweet tooth is kicking in. Okay, now. <laughs> I do like the, the, the traditional Scottish band. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure I love Angus doing a bad Scottish dance. With earrings in his beard? Yeah, I think there's just the ornaments, but yep. They're ornament earrings. Yeah. Oh, no, this is the weirdest fuck movie, but I dig it. <laughs> also, if you just broke your leg, this is it's really dangerous to put that stuff on your banister, FYI, guys. <laughs> nope. Commit commit to Christmas. <laughs> L- risks to life and limb are worth it. <laughs> Just letting you know, if you want to have an inclusive party, you may want to reconsider the Bannister garland. It's art, it's festive, <laughs> and it's necessary. <laughs> she finished this book in like 30 fucking seconds. She hasn't. She just started it. She just. She just wrote a title and her new pen name. Yeah. But she starts with the same like literary device as she started her last one because sure. <laughs> he has more dressing robes than vests. He does. I kind of admire his priorities. Not going to lie. Look what I found on the tree. 
I wish he had been like, you know, this is an heirloom where I just found it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like, he's poor, you know? Yes. <laughs> I, want it, I want it to be an heirloom. Yeah. Or I'm, otherwise he just spent her money on this gift, you know? I mean, that's really how fortune hunters work, though. It's true. <laughs> Any grand gesture involving money, it's their money. <laughs> this whole, the Drew Barrymore thing is really bizarre to me. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, it's kind of cute at the end because there, it's just it's just outtakes. Yeah. That was a funny one. That was pretty racy for a Christmas movie, Lane. It was. This is a very racy made-for-TV Christmas film. Not saying this is a racy film. (laughs) Please note the difference. (laughs) Anyway. Well, thank you guys for joining us on this wild ride through Carrie Carrie Elwes is old now. I hope. That you um, watched this before, because if you listen to us while you watched it, you got nothing out of it. (laughs) Correct. Um, You know, other than I'm drinking an incredibly disgusting bottle of wine. Yeah. Well, I hope you enjoy the Christmas gift that Plotris has for you this year. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, happy holidays. And for those of you who are for for whom this is a tough time of year, you know, self-care. Do what you need for you. And, you know, if that's indulge in a made-for-TV Christmas film or if that's, like, turn off all this holiday shit until July, this episode will be here for you in July. We love you, too.